Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to your week-ending edition of The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Friday, the 1st of October. Today, the NBA's big problem that has nothing to do with Ben Simmons, we find out what happens when eight Argentinian rugby players go to Byron Bay, and why the Aussie women's cricket team will be praying for more rain. But first... The NRL Grand Final could be postponed. Oh, my God! OK, it's happening! Just wait before you put a hole in your TV. Let me explain. Yesterday, Queensland recorded six new community cases of COVID-19. But with two sleeps until the NRL grand final between the Panthers and the Rabbitohs set to be played at Brisbane Suncorp Stadium, Queensland Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk has made it clear that her priorities lie with the well-being of her constituents, not a game of football. And let me make it very clear that the health of Queenslanders comes first and as soon as Dr Young says we need to go move into a lockdown, we will. The decision has already been made to reduce the capacity of the crowd for Sunday's game by 25%, meaning that instead of 50,000 screaming, cheering fans, it'll only be 39,000. But if the case numbers jump dramatically today, indicating a growing cluster in southeast Queensland, the crowd might be scrapped altogether. And that is not something that Australian Rugby League Commission Chairman Peter Volandis is prepared to stomach. It's not a grand final without a crowd. Would you postpone? Look, that's a possibility, an unlikely one, but it's a possibility. We have to have uh, to be ready for every scenario. So the situation as it stands is that the game will be played at Suncorp unless Brisbane goes into lockdown, in which case the game could be moved to Townsville, where the NRL has Queensland Country Bank Stadium on standby. Unless the one case that was recorded in Townsville yesterday grows exponentially, then we could see a postponed NRL grand final. But for now... We play the waiting game. We wait. No, the waiting game sucks. Let's play Hungry Hungry Hippos. Eight Argentinians walk over the Queensland-New South Wales border. Oh, sorry, wait, that sounds too much like the start of a joke. Let me try again. What do you call eight Argentinians in Byron Bay? Nope, that's worse. I'm just going to leave it to the professionals. Over to you, Jess Millwood, from today. I've just spoken with police. They have confirmed that eight members of the Argentina team, including players, went in a bus to Byron Bay yesterday for a health retreat. When they tried to come back across the border, they didn't have the appropriate documentation. They were turned away. Six Argentinian players and two members of team staff have been expelled from the rugby championship ahead of tomorrow's game against the Wallabies for doing what is frankly pretty standard behaviour for all footballers at this time of year and visiting Byron Bay. Byron Bay is a great place to relax, especially when it comes to standards of hygiene. Despite the six players being ruled out of tomorrow's clash, Argentina travelled to Australia with 44 players in the squad. So, rugby's governing body, Sansa, has said the game will still go ahead. So while the Pumas will be hunting for their first win of the tournament with a limited squad to choose from, the Wallabies have made a surprising selection. I'm taking it back to the old school because I'm an old fool. Yep, everything old is new again. The Wallabies have selected prop Greg Holmes on the reserves bench for tomorrow's match. Holmes hasn't played for the national side since 2016, but at 38 years of age, he becomes the oldest player selected in a Wallaby squad since World War II. Go get him, Greggy. Millie Vanilli said it best. And that's exactly what the Indian women's side would have been doing late last night, as only a torrential downpour could stop their momentum on day one of the one-off day-night test against Australia at Metricon Stadium on the Gold Coast. 
This is super batting from Smriti Mandana. Sensational. She's already hit seven boundaries. Sent into bat by Aussie skipper Meg Lanning, the Indians ended the day one wicket down for 132, with opener Smriti Mandana leading the way not out on 80 runs. Day two will resume at the earlier than planned time of 2pm today in an attempt to make up for yesterday's lost time. The new NBA season is less than three weeks away and for once, we're not talking about Ben Simmons because right now, the NBA has a much bigger problem. I would like to keep all that private. Please just just respect my privacy. Like uh, all the questions kind of leading into what's happening, you know, just please, uh, everything will be released at at a due date. And uh, once we get this cleared up, but as of right now, just please respect my privacy regarding anything around home games, what's happening, vaccination. NBA All-Star Brooklyn Nets guard Kyrie Irving was absent from his team's media day this week with speculation he wasn't able to attend as he's yet to receive the COVID vaccine. And he's not alone. Currently, the NBA's vaccination rate is above 90%, which is great, much higher than the vaccination rate of the country that the league operates in. And the NBA hasn't made vaccination mandatory to play. So what's the problem? I don't know. Well, the problem is that local laws in cities where the games are played, such as New York, home of the Knicks and Irving's Nets, and San Francisco, home of the Golden State Warriors, prohibit those who haven't been vaccinated from going certain places, including, you guessed it, indoor basketball courts. We've got a problem, America. So unvaxxed players such as Irving won't be able to play at venues in those cities. And the NBA's executive president of communications, Mike Bass, has confirmed that players who can't play in certain games because they're not vaccinated will not be paid for those games. For Kyrie Irving, he's facing missing out on a fair old chunk of his $35 million salary this season. But there is good news. I felt like it was best suited for not only me, but for my family and for my friends. You know, and that's why I decided to do it. The king, LeBron James, is vaccinated which is not only good news for his team, the Lakers, but for the league in general. Because if the King leads, the rest will follow. And that is your fast, fun hit of the sport to wrap up another week. Now, if the NRL Grand Final goes ahead as scheduled on Sunday, there will be an NRL Grand Final special edition of the scorecard dropping into your ears early Sunday morning. But if it does get postponed, well, at least we know what the top story will be on Monday's show. I'm Liam Flanagan. Enjoy your weekend. Catch you next time on The Scorecard. Listener.